Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Thursday, Chiefs Kingdom. We have some injury updates to get you with a bunch of guys either not practicing for the second time, and we also got some players who returned to practice this week and have a potential to play this Sunday versus the New England Patriots. We're going to have some positive news, some not so positive news, but we're going to break it all down right here on the Chiefs Report. But I'm telling you what, I know you're watching this video now and you're going to know about the injuries, but if you want to know right when they happen, well, follow me on Twitter because I'm going on there and making sure that you're up to date with every single injury that happens with the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'll tell you what, we'll make a deal. I will follow back the next 10 people who follow me on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, at Chase Andrews underscore. Give me a follow on there and I'll follow the next 10 people back. The Chiefs injury report looks like this. You have Isaiah Pacheco still on there with that shoulder injury. Donovan Smith with the neck. Leo Chanel and Mike Edwards both with illnesses. Now, all four of these guys did not practice yesterday, and three of them are not practicing today. Mike Edwards, Donovan Smith, and Isaiah Pacheco. Leo Chanel is back at practice in at least a limited capacity, but the big name that we want to focus on right now is Isaiah Pacheco. Not at practice again. This is now what is going on the fifth consecutive practice he has missed. Missed all three last week ahead of the Bills game. Now missed yesterday, missed today. It's not looking good for Pop as he heads into now week 15. And what's funny is that shoulder injury was kind of a shock to everybody as there was no report of it after that Packers game. Nobody talked about it. Now he was ejected after he threw a punch, but it wasn't like, oh, well, he's injured. That's why he was going out. There was nothing about that. And all of a sudden popped up in the injury report, didn't practice, was ruled out on Friday, and now has missed the last two days of practice and is in jeopardy of missing his second straight game against the Patriots. And that's a problem because I'm not going to say the rushing was not great last week, but it definitely could have been propelled with Isaiah Pacheco on the roster and active. And the problem is with the Patriots, well, guess what? They're the third-ranked rushing defense in the National Football League, which, in my eyes, I want to have my RB1 with that. Now, Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Jarek McKinnon both looked good last week. I'm not going to knock on them. But you want Pop out there just because of his ability and, honestly, just the workhorse back he has been up to this point in the season. He's been pretty healthy, and that's been a good thing. He scored a lot of touchdowns over the past couple weeks until his injury. Actually had back-to-back -back games where he had two touchdowns and then one touchdown against the Packers. I would feel more comfortable if he was on this team, given that there is going to be a potential for rainy conditions on Sunday. It's already going to be cold. You're going to want to run the rock as much as possible, and we've already talked about the problem with the receivers. Don't want to really go too much into that, but there's a lot of kind of ins and outs to where Pacheco would be a big advantage in this game. I think we have to start asking the question, though, given it's Thursday and now Sunday is just a couple days away, what's your confidence level in the Chiefs getting the win this Sunday without Isaiah Pacheco on the roster and active? I want you to give me a number here, a scale of 1 through 10, 1 being least confident, 10 being most confident. Is it sitting around a 7? Is it a 5? Is it a 2? Let me know. The Patriots aren't exactly the best team in the world, but with cold conditions in Gillette and against Bill Belichick, anything can happen. Give me a number in the comment section down below. 
All right, let's keep kind of talking about this injury update. It says Donovan Smith was also out this past Sunday, and he was now back on the injury report. Now, I will say this. Wanya Morris did absolutely exceptional last week, and I think it was not exactly talked about because there was times where he allowed pressure and there was times where he didn't exactly get the proper block. But at the same time, we're talking about a rookie out of Oklahoma who hadn't really played much until the Packers game and then started against a Bills defensive line who is pretty good. I mean, you got Von Miller rushing on the right side. There's a couple other guys that you just don't want to deal with. And he played overall well. And I did want to actually take a deeper dive into this to see maybe if Wanya Morris was playing better than Donovan Smith. And in fact, if you look at the PFF grades, I was right. Creed Humphrey atop at the 80, Joe Tooney and Trey Smith all around the 70 area, but then it kind of drops off. But funny enough, Wanya Morris, almost seven points higher than Donovan Smith. Now, you do have to say that Donovan has played a little bit more games and probably against some stronger opponents in his now, what he played, 13 games. But the fun fact about it is that this is a rookie and he's already putting up a 62% on the PFF grade. That's really good considering, again, his first start was against the Bills this past Sunday. I like what I've seen from him, and I think the Chiefs like it as well. He could be a potential to kind of be a long-term um, player on that offensive line, to be quite honest with you. This line has been, honestly, one of the bright spots of the Chiefs' offense all year. I know it's kind of crazy, but I, I want to call him a rookie prospect because there's part of me that thinks that maybe Donovan can lose a spot. I mean, Donovan Smith has been playing great, but if you have Wanya Morris, you let that rookie in there, there's a potential that it may be Wanya when Donovan comes back healthy. Now... Do I think it won't be a rotation? Yes. I think that will always be happening now as if Donovan comes back, when he comes back, all that. But given he's had multiple stingers over the past couple of weeks and now they're leaving out as a neck injury, you don't exactly like to see that. The one good thing about this is when, Do when Donovan comes back, you're going to have a lot of depth on that line, whether you use Wanya as the starter or you use him as the backup to Donovan. A lot of ins and outs now. And given this line has been so healthy up until this point in the year, it's kind of nice to know that Although you have one injury, you drafted for this. You were ready for this. As there was some problems with the offensive line last year. Injuries kind of got to them, and now this year, you kind of expected it, and they've been one of the best offensive lines in the National Football League. In fact, at one point, at week eight, they were the only team in the NFL to have every single starter play every single game. The health factor has been there, and honestly, they've been blocking pretty well for Mr. Patrick Holmes. He's gotten a lot of time. He just needs the re receivers to catch the ball. I will say one thing, though. I'm expecting Patrick to play well this Sunday, and if you want to put some nice prize picks on that, I would suggest it. Now, prize picks is a skill-based, real-money daily fantasy sports game, and the cool thing is it's Pickmas with prize picks. They're giving out 12 days of brand-new promos, so all you have to do is sign in each day and see what is in store. Now, on the first day of Pickmas, that's today, all eyes on Rudy Gobert, as you can get a payout boost on your promo tabs as soon as he records a block in Thursday's game against the Mavericks. So why don't you go use that? Now, I'm putting my entries on Sunday here because I got Patrick Mahomes on the passing yards. I'm going more on him with 259 and a half. I think even if Pacheco plays, they're still probably going to throw the ball a little bit. And the secondary for the Patriots has been good, not great. Without Christian Gonzalez, I think Patrick can get at least 260. Now, Ezekiel Elliott's going to be the workhorse back for the Patriots with Ramondre Stevenson out. I think he'll get more than 56 and a half rushing yards, especially in a cold and rainy game. Listen, Zeke's going to eat at some point. May as well win, win some money with it on the prize picks. Now, check it out at prizepicks.com slash CLNS. You can use our code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. Plus, what's really cool is prize picks also offers a reboot policy. So if one of, that, one of those players gets injury, injured, my injury actually stays in play. 
For instance, for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and then does not return in the second, that player is then rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Once again, go to prizepix.com slash CLNS and use that code CLNS at the bottom of your screen for a first deposit match of up to $100. Shout out to Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. Okay, let's go to the new injuries here. And these are the kind of the ones that kind of popped on the board yesterday and didn't exactly like. You had Leo Chanel and Mike Edwards. I mentioned earlier in the show, Leo Chanel is back at practice today. Mike Edwards, though, is not. So I think we have to talk about both of them because they both missed yesterday's practice. And given the linebacker room has been thin and the safety room has now been thin with Brian Cook on the IR, there's a lot of things that you can kind of look at and say, okay, how are the Chiefs going to manage this? Their defense has been really good up until this point. How can they keep going? Let's first talk about Leo and say that it should be noted that he was back at practice today. And given it was an illness, he should be all good to go. Now, Edwards, given he's still out today, there's a lot that I think needs to be talked about because not only are you going to be missing Brian Cook, but if Edwards is sick today, I mean, even if he's a limited participant tomorrow in practice, there's a good chance that he might be at full capacity on Sunday. And on the off chance he can't play at all, well, this safety room gets really, really thin. Now, Charles Goldman had a pretty good report of it, and I'm going to give credit to him. He, is, he kind of talked about it. No Brian Cook. Mike Edwards is still out of practice. Justin Reed and Shamari Connor are the only two on the 53-man roster, and they may elevate Deion Bush and maybe Tyree Gillespie. That's a questionable factor of if Edwards is staying out. Oh, it just doesn't look good. As you can see, there, there's the safety room, and Cook injured. Reed's been playing great. Mike Edwards, he's injured. Now you have Shamari Connor, who had his first pick this past week, but that's a lot to put on a rookie. I like to have Justin Reed there, but again, it may be a situation where if Mike Edwards is sick tomorrow and doesn't get practice in, Shamari Connor may get a start, and given he got his first interception last week versus the Buffalo Bills, I think it's a perfect time and a deserving time for him to get it. Now, am I going to say that I trust him more than Mike Edwards yet? I'm not saying that. I do like what I've seen in him. In fact, in preseason, he was actually one of the guys that I really kind of latched onto and saw the really a good prospect with. That's one thing Brett Veach has really done well is just safety prospects. And honestly, secondary, you got Trent McDuffie, Jalen Watson, Justin Reed. You got a lot of good guys that have been here for a long time and understand the game to a T. I like what I've seen from Shamari. We'll see if he can come out and play at all on Sunday. I would assume he'll be at least a depth factor. And with the potential of Mike Edwards not playing, I may watch out for Connor to start, which is good because he needs to keep stepping up. He does need to keep kind of kind of pushing the agenda. Like I said, he played well in preseason, but since then we haven't seen a lot of him until this past week where he went in and got an interception. And I think, again, it kind of sets up perfectly. So we'll keep you updated on if Mike Edwards is available at practice tomorrow, what happens, and whether Shamari Connor will be on for a start. Again, I'll have that on my Twitter as well, so follow me there. The positive injury news, though, we do have something with Drew Tranquil as he is actually back at practice. Now, if you remember, he had his concussion, or rather had a concussion in the Green Bay Packers game early in that one and missed all of practice last week. And now he is back at practice following concussion, which is super nice because, again, that linebacker room, Leo Chanel, I mentioned it getting a little thin. Well, you add back Drew Tranquil, who, when Nick Bolton was injured, was playing absolutely exceptional. Could be a potential factor to see Drew Tranquil and Bolton on the field together which would be absolutely insane considering the season has been up and down injury-wise for Bolton, and now you had, as soon as he comes back, you get Tranquil getting a concussion. It'd be nice to see them both on the field. 
He's not the only one back to practice, though, as you have Justin Ross, who is back at practice with the Chiefs. He returned yesterday from that technically commissioner's exemplus, although it was also a six-game suspension. So kind of a mixture of both. Obviously missed five games in the commissioner's exemplus, and then he had a six-game suspension right before last week, but it counted all five games on when he was on the commissioner's exemplus, so he only had to miss last week. We'll have to return all those checks, but back at practice. And I found this interesting. This is go. This is going to credit go to Shane Williams. He kind of pointed out this: the Chiefs were six and one when Justin Ross was there, and two and four without him. I find that kind of funny because, like, granted he wasn't on the field much, but overall that's just kind of an interesting topic to talk about. That as soon as Ross left is when things kind of started going downhill. So is it just a coincidence, or do you think there's some legitimacy behind this? Now, kind of let me know here. Is the Chiefs' record with Ross just a coincidence? If you think so, then type C. If you think, no, no way, Jace. This is definitely like Ross is helping this team in more ways than one, and people just don't see it the way that we do. I think he's helping. Then type in for no. Let me know in the comment section. That's how we're going to finish off today's show. We appreciate you sticking with us and hope you've enjoyed all the injury news, and hopefully we get some people back on the field on Sunday. But for now, that does it for us here on the Chiefs Report. See you later, Chiefs Kingdom.